Heard at Sports Radio. Every weekday morning from 7 to 10 a.m. Join hosts Robbie Lula and Damon Benning and our cast of Heard at Sports personalities as they share their fresh perspectives while keeping you highly entertained. Take a dive into the latest news in all things sports, from the pros to right here at home. Catch Heard at Sports Radio with Robbie Lula and Damon Benning, 7 to 10 a.m. on air, online, and on podcast. Heard at Sports Radio. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Great to have you in on a Monday. It's Hale Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark in. lot of heavy lifting to get into today. I uh, hope you're enjoying a holiday if you're off. If you're not, uh, grind through with us. 489-1240 or 800-825-5865. Numbers to dial up. can also watch the show and contribute in the stream yard. We'll do our starting five. Coming up here shortly, Hale Varsity YouTube is how you watch the show. Subscribe and like. Uh, give us some feedback there in the stream. Also, the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed at HVarsity Radio. Give that a follow and uh, also can uh, tweet into the show. Uh, Chris at HaleVarsity.com, the email to uh, to send a fire off an email if you like. Find Elijah on Twitter at Herbal Essence. Connor on Twitter at C underscore Clark underscore 27 at schmidt underscore radio for me we'll get our starting five in uh, just a moment we'll dive into the ashley scoggin lawsuit uh in uh, just a moment recap husker baseball not bad could be better husker basketball kind of a yawner but uh, they did their job looked good in some instances and uh are, are now plus one in that race uh, in the Big Ten where there's six spots, it sounds like, for uh, musical chairs to move on. And uh, then some Husker football thoughts. Really good story by Tom Chattel in the World Herald on the fishbowl. So we'll get into the fishbowl that is Nebraska and uh, dealing with the fishbowl as head coach. As you can imagine, we'll spend time with Jay Moore in the Black Shirt Hour. Next hour, Charlie McBride at 5, the First hour is yours, as always, on a Monday. So open phones and uh, time for you to comment in the stream. Our starting five opens up with Brandon. He was in bright and early at 3.15. Mike checks in second. Jeff in at three. Patrick is four. Uh, Brennan in the Black Hills uh, in at five. Uh, Patrick checks in as well. You have Jeff. You have Weston. You have uh, Mr. Jeff Snitley, giggity, giggity, he says. It's, uh, uh, let's go racing, Daytona 500 ongoing. Elijah, you were keeping an eye on it. 
wrecks aplenty or just one? Just the one to start out. Just mm. the one to start out. And uh, our good friend Eric uh, in the, the stream chat, his, uh, his car, Ricky Stenhouse's 47, still going as it good. currently stands. So we send our best to Eric. I don't think he'll we be in the stream Eric. chat. We are team Eric. We are team Eric. If Eric's in the stream chat today, I have some serious questions for him <laughs> about his priorities. Is he in the pit or is he, uh, is he, is he, is he watching the show in well, the pit? Well, one thing I know is he's not in the car. Uh, no, which, is, which is a good thing. You don't want to be watching Hail Varsity Radio and driving. You can listen on our various uh, live affiliates yep. uh, here in KFOR, <laughs> stream in 590 <laughs> Columbus, as well as the Superstation, Carney Hastings, Grind Island. You can listen on the radio. I don't recommend watching while you're driving. That, that Eric, might, luckily, not behind the wheel. That, He's in the pits today. That might give Stenhouse some, some added fuel if he's got us going, <laughs> e- either through frustration, the nerves. right, <laughs> or, or just grip and rip a little harder. Uh, Brian Snitley is in. Andrew and uh, Elijah, the OG version, is in. Uh, and Elijah asks a, a, a beard question here. Should we start an over-under on when Elijah H. will shave that caterpillar <laughs> under his nose? The question, and, and the real question, and this is me being 100% serious, I don't have the question answered. Do I go clean-shaven before baseball season? Yes. Uh, the no, high school baseball absolutely season. Absolutely not. Is. Oh, clean-shaven? Uh... I think He's an umpire. You keep, you keep the stash. The, the stash gives you authority. I think so as well. But maybe it's just time for a, for a fresh. It's been a full year with the mustache. O- over, actually. Over a full year. Did you year get it the, the birthday mustache. gift? <laughs> uh, well, I, I could shave. My birthday's coming up here. I'm sure you guys are, are curious to know. Are you put April? It, put in your calendars. No. May? March. March. I was getting there. Nah. <laughs> the scenic crowd. You were really close. <laughs> I said it was nine, close. I and had you nine missed... more guesses. <laughs> I said it was close. You missed the closest month, but you got the next closest month. Well, so I'm proud there, of you for that. There, there you go. Goose checks in. Talk to me, Goose. Best president for President's Day, Theodore Roosevelt for the National Parks. That's a good answer. We, had a, we have a different question uh, in honor of President's Day, and that's what president... Uh, living or past, uh, passed on, would you want to go to a college football game with? So imagine the, the scene. You can either say, put me in the student section. That might get a little hairy with all the Secret Service. Or put me in a suite. But either way, let's, uh, let's chop it up before we get uh, a little too serious for a Monday with a, with a lawsuit. But I'm going to, you know, this isn't just because Goose said it, but uh, old Teddy... I always got a kick out of Teddy and his backstory as a rough rider and kind of an outdoorsman and, you know, a throwback, a man's man. I'm going <laughs> to uh, probably know how to make a campfire, go uh, big game safari hunting. Uh, I'm going to put, I don't know, 40 mooses in my basement right as you walk in. Uh, as, as he was, he was kind of a, an old school turn of the century throwback. I think he would uh, he'd be fun to watch college football game with. Uh, love him or, or 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 hate him. Trump would be the experience to yeah. to just sit with and just and him and Biden both use college football quite a bit, specifically in campaign ads during the during the uh, the, the pandemic uh, that that got after each other. And I know Trump went to the LSU national championship game. So, uh, you know, that, that just from a, a curiosity standpoint, uh, Trump would be up there. Uh, that's kind of my two, really. 
I don't know that JFK would wind my clock a whole lot with college football. Yeah, it kind of depends where you go to watch a game with JFK. Avoid, I think you could have Dallas. a hell of a good time after the game with JFK. Probably. I mean, <laughs> really that falls into the experience, though. I mean, you got to take that into account, right? I mean, come on. It's the whole day. I mean, Will I be drinking with Maryland and gangsters tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Taking the secret White House subway system yeah. to get out to your favorite bars? Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, so, who are you guys going with? Oh, it's, like, it's easy for me. Okay. It is easy for me. And preface this, this. This comes from it's it's a president that has a bit of a checkered history. And this it's let it be known not a good history. Not a good history. Oh, this is stri- he impeached. No, he was not impeached. Was he almost impeached? No, he's still in the twenty dollar bill. It's Andrew okay. Jackson. Okay. Okay. And yeah, I know checkered the, the trail of tears. Not a good look. No, <laughs> I'll be the first to admit not this, this has look. nothing to do with the politics. That's, that's an a, understatement. <laughs> Jeez, sorry. Um, Just a slap on the wrist. Yeah. Wow, um, we're making light of that. No, let's Jeez. not. Let's not make light of that because this has nothing to do with his politics. This has everything to do with his inauguration. And if you guys don't know about the inauguration of President Jackson, it was a hoot. Thousands of people were allowed into the White House during his inauguration. Hmm. Because President Jackson was seen as a president for the people, and so many people showed up for the inauguration, like, let's turn this into a party. So what they did was they provided thousands of people with as much, essentially, whiskey and uh, spiked punch as they could handle. (laughs) And it ended up being, like, the White House was, like, oh, they ended up with, like, thousands of dollars worth of broken china from all these drunken partygoers. People passed out in the White House and on the front lawn after this party. (laughs) Andrew Jackson apparently was a little bit down. He, his wife had passed away before this, that but sucks. he still got into the party as well and, and got into it. It just sounds like it was the largest party Washington, D.C. has ever seen. It was written by uh, contemporary historians, like historians at the time, as well as modern historians, just about how insane this was. That sounds like a who Andrew Jackson sounds like the type of president that knows how to have a good time. I think he would revel, <coughs> absolutely revel in like a game at, in Death Valley, LSU, or maybe down in Tuscaloosa. Mm. Like, he strikes me as an SEC country kind of guy. Um, yes. And I think... He's a Tennessee guy? Yes. Okay. I think he would just... Oh, me and Andrew Jackson hitting a game at Rocky Top? We're going to have ourselves a time. I think you would. Would I, you remember the time? Most likely not, and that's kind of the point. Well, yeah, yeah, just, Can't just, argue with just that. Go, go get it done and uh, pass out people in the White House. Elijah for 100, please. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you got? I, this is a good question. Honestly, I, JFK was a name that did come to mind for a little bit, just because I would be curious to see what that would be like. I think George W. is uh, probably big sports fan in there as well. Uh, big sports fan. I feel like going to an Army Navy game with him would be awesome. Sure, like that would be sweet. It'd be a great time. Why'd you trade Sammy? Yeah, I mean, you you could take him to a baseball game too. Do you remember whenever? Sorry, this is a random aside. Do you remember when they invited uh, Donald Trump into the the booth for the Army Navy game, and he gets up there and says, "This is a great event. The football, it's not the best, but this is awesome." <laughs> <laughs> Can you say it in the voice for me? Can you do that? That was the best I got. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don, option football is a thing of beauty when you can win. Four eight nine twelve forty numbers to get in today and. We'll get to some of your comments uh, and uh, thoughts, and we'll take your president and college football uh, input. Who would you go to a uh, college football game? What what former or current president would you draft in honor of uh, President's Day? Uh, Eric says Gerald Ford played his football at Michigan. He'd be fun tailgating. 
there you go uh, with that. We have a caller in who says Ronald Reagan would be his choice to go to a football sure, game. Sure, because he was the gipper. Mm-hmm. And uh, old Ronald Reagan was, he could tell a story, man. He could absolutely tell a story. The actor? No, Doc. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like, I like Brendan's comment in here. Elijah talking about the good time in, quote, four score and seven beers ago. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty good. Goose uh, chimes in with the, the Roosevelt. Uh, Teddy would give you a cigar and a whiskey and tell you a good old hunting story. <laughs> While you're trying to watch the game, that that yeah, the 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 person you're watching the game with that would talk a little, a little bit too much. Uh, we'll uh, dive into this here, and continue on the other side. But from uh, a, a fun light topic to uh, a, a serious situation, Ashley Scoggin suing Nebraska over a relationship with a coach. You have a former Nebraska women's basketball player accusing coach Amy Williams and athletic director of Tre- athletic director Trev Alberts of not taking appropriate action when her sexual relationship with an assistant coach became widely known. Scoggins filing a civil lawsuit in U.S. District Court describing how then-associate head coach Chuck Love allegedly took special interest in her and how the relationship turned sexual and caused Scoggins to fear retaliation if she refused to engage in it. So this lawsuit was filed uh, Sunday. In addition to Williams and Alberts, uh, names the university's Board of Regents and Love. As defendant, Scoggin seeks a jury trial in Lincoln and unspecified damages for alleged violation of her civil rights. Williams and a spokesperson with the Regents declined comment. Alberts and Love did not immediately respond to texts and emails from the Associated Press seeking comment. And um, you have a, a quote here uh, from the attorney of, of Scoggin. It's a very troubling and serious subject of predatory, predatory coaches when, uh, that pursue sexual relationships with student-athletes. There's an enormous imbalance of power between the professional coach and the student-athlete. This is something that was well-known in 2022. Certainly, Division I athletes that operate at the top level are well aware the harm that comes from this kind of predatory situation. And there's a strong, strong onus on the university and on the coaches to prevent this from happening and even forbid it does happen to address it correctly. Scoggins played two seasons for Nebraska, dismissed from the team on the same day Love was suspended with pay in February of 2022. Love resigned three months later. Scoggin now plays for UNLV. So this is uh, this is absolutely a messy, potentially messy situation. Twenty-eight page lawsuit, federal court in Scotts Bluff is where this was filed, and uh, it, it alleges that Chuck Love initiated the sexual relationship, uh, and uh, it, it's on the federal level here. So. You know, what What next for Nebraska? What next for all of these parties named? What next for, for Scoggins in this? And guys, if we, if we rewind two years ago with this whole situation, I mean, there was some, some truth and some rumor floating out there that uh, came to a head and you have uh, more details shed in this 28-page a lawsuit. Yeah, and the, the real parts here that stick with you and I think are going to be uh, what the lawsuit really focused on is, is that balance of power 
that is at play here with Chuck Love being an assistant coach and has some say over playing time, that then makes this seem like a sexual assault as opposed to a consensual sexual relationship, uh, which then throws a wrench into things completely considering Scoggin was thrown off the team whenever she may have been the victim in this situation, which then puts a lot of questions first on, on coach Amy Williams and how she ha- she handled this situation, mm-hmm. immediately kicking Scoggin off the team while Chuck Love was, uh, or Coach Love, I should say, was placed on administrative leave. That is uh, it, something that I think is going to be to to be part of the forefront of this lawsuit. That is not a good look uh, for for what this, or I guess representing what this situation mm-hmm. actually is. It makes it seem like Scoggin did something wrong, which on her side of the lawsuit, she did nothing wrong. She was the victim of a, a balance of power. Yeah, it's not here. supposed to happen victim to me. Of, I'm, of I'm predatory action, athlete. and it's it, it it comes off as the Nebraska basketball team not protecting their student athlete and punishing them for the wrongdoing of an assistant coach, which. What does this mean for the future of Amy Williams? I don't think it looks good, personally, as I look at it. I know Trev Alberts is also listed in this lawsuit uh, for uh, not taking appropriate action to protect uh, a student-athlete. I'm not sure how much uh, he is, dare dare I say, at risk here. Um, Sure, that's... that's... It might might not be the best word to use, I'm not sure. But Amy Williams is, is... I don't know. It's it's a it's a tough situation, but it does not look good for her. A little bit more uh, on this. We'll kind of lay out more of this lawsuit. Hale Von City continues on a Monday. We're powered by Cornhead Lager. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, Monday edition, Hale Varsity, powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark. More on the Scoggins lawsuit. We laid out a little bit of it for you to end uh, the, the past segment uh, when it comes to uh, the uh, filings here. <clears throat> you have Chuck Love, you have the University of Nebraska Board of Regents, you have Trev Alberts, you have Amy Williams uh, named in this lawsuit. Uh, to hone in on Williams and Alberts. They're accused of not providing training or setting rules and policies prohibiting staff members from having sexual relationships with athletes, uh, with the lawsuit saying the lack of safeguards was, quote, so reckless that misconduct involving se- sexual misconduct by coaches was inevitable as of September 2021. According to the lawsuit, you had Scoggin, had an internship in the athletic department in the summer of 2021. She expect, expe- expressed interest in becoming a coach someday. Love invited Scroggins to uh, work at a small table in his office. She accepted. Love asked Scroggins personal questions, including the type of alcohol she preferred. 
And, and uh, Love began asking her to go out for drinks with him. Scoggin declined several invitations, but eventually accepted one. A few days later, they met late uh, at night at a Costco parking lot where Love kissed her and asked, have you ever done anything like, uh, have you ever done anything with a coach before? Quote, and end quote. And that in- interaction left Scoggin feeling confused and trapped because it was now undeniable that Love wanted a sexual relationship. Once the relationship turned sexual, Love expected Scoggin to be, quote, available and willing, end quote, whenever he wanted to have sex, including summoning her to his hotel room uh, when the team traveled for away games. And Elijah and Connor uh this instance in February of 2022 is what circled and, and highlighted uh, in this lawsuit uh, the the weekend at Penn State. Uh, in February of 2022, team members and practice players created a ruse to confirm and videotape Scoggins' presence in Love's hotel room. A male practice player falsely represented himself to a desk clerk. As Love obtained a duplicate room key, two team members confronted Scoggin in Love's room. They reported their findings and showed the video to, to, to Coach Williams. Williams cast Ashley in the role, again, according to this lawsuit, of a seducer and a liar. She allowed the players to berate and accuse Ashley for hours. She did not redirect or counsel the players that uh, what they had seen may be a result of abusive power by her associate head coach. So upon returning to Lincoln, Scoggins was not informed of her rights under Title IX, and in a meeting with Williams and other members of the administration was told she was off the team. According to this complaint, uh, Scoggins' dismissal and love suspension were reported simultaneously by the media. So you have a couple of key questions here with this lawsuit here when it comes to liability for the university. One, should the coach have known or did the coach know what was going on? Two, you have abuse of power. And uh, you just look at the situation in uh, smaller team sports. You have a football team and a football program. where Guys, you have 110 and, and, and many more walk-ons, right? Just look at the sheer numbers. You look at uh, basketball, you've got 12 to 15 on the roster, maybe more, maybe less, but it's a smaller group setting. And when, when you look at that, I mean, you have uh, several things here where, one, you have Love recruited her to campus. Uh, you have um, special relationships that are developed. You, your lead recruiter in basketball is somebody that you're really tied to the hip to and somebody that you uh, are really, really presumably comfortable with because that's that's who you bought into. Yes, the coach, yes, the program, but the, the person that recruited you is somebody that you're, you're, you're there for, and they control your playing time, they control your day-to-day experience, and there's also the, the team perception of you uh, in that setting. And, and all of that here is the, the abuse of power angle with this lawsuit. I mean, I kind of go back to what we covered this summer with Northwestern and I know that was a different situation mm-hmm. and a, a much bigger one too just with the amount of people that were involved but you go back to the question of should the head coach should have known or did she know you 
probably answer yes to at least one of those, right? Because especially, too, if there are instances happening of this on the road, not in a, like, this isn't strictly in Lincoln. Like, no, this, you're, is, this you're, is Happy Valley. Yeah, you're in a hotel. You're all in a, a enclosed space, essentially. You're in the same building. So the fact that that's happening on the road makes it harder to believe that nobody knew what was going on before and the fact that a ruse had to be put together by practice players you got a sting op to to obtain proof to show the head coach and i mean you have williams ugly situation yeah you have williams and and you have love that go back a lot of years to south dakota and she came with him from south dakota and you just um it, it's just not a. This is obvious, but it's just not a, a great look. And more on this lawsuit: Nebraska, Williams, and Alberts were motivated to avoid scandal and embarrassment to the Cornhusker women's basketball program instead of being motivated to protect its student athlete Ashley. That's what the lawsuit says. NU Williams and Alberts allowed the speculation and perception to fester that Ashley was equally to blame or otherwise had done something improper when they should have sent a clear message that it is always improper for a professional coach to pursue a sexual relationship with a student athlete. I, I, do you need your team rules in signed form as you walk into the facility? One of those rules being players and coaches don't yeah. have sex with one another. Is it, implied to know that that's that's a no-no from a from a coach's standpoint absolutely from a player's standpoint as well I mean, does it need to be a, i don't a, think you need that in writing well uh, at least in the locker room i mean yeah like, I mean, come on is that one of the, the team rules and i'm not making a joke or lie to the situation I'm, I'm saying look that's 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 a no-no <laughs> and i i don't know basketball or university sports well enough to, to be able to appropriately comment on just how, you know, what's the tip of the iceberg in, in team sports between coaches and players? I mean, what's what's the, 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 the romantic involvement? Does it happen? Sure, it has happened. How widespread is it among other programs at different universities? And what's, is there something like this out there? that we can kind of look back out and say, well, here's what happened at X, Y, and Z college when something like this went down. And we also don't know if there's a, a, a set of rules for the coaching staff that Amy Williams had in place. And as the, the lawsuit goes forth, maybe that will be something that comes to light that, that uh, Coach Love did in fact violate some sort of rules within the coaching staff. We don't know at that point. But right now it feels like, I mean, Amy Williams, there's the the – the the before the fact and after the fact of, of when it comes to light where before the fact if you didn't know you should have known right you should have done more to figure things out clearly there's enough of a of a rumor going around the team that they do conduct this sting operation so you wonder if this rumor is so widespread throughout the team how does the coaching staff amy williams in particular not know or why does she not know does she choose to not know and then after the fact the way you portray it as uh, as scoggin i mean as at least from her side of the story in the lawsuit, that she was the complete and total victim in this mm-hmm. circumstance. Well, and, the, and the fact that after the fact, by kicking her off the team, you paint her as a villain, as an instigator, as somebody who is to blame in this situation, uh, 
that is the second strike on the record of, of Amy Williams and why I think it looks bad for her moving forward in, in both senses because first off you didn't know when you should have known or you chose to not know you chose to turn turn your 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 nose up at it the second being how you handled it after the fact was not in a way that that protects your student athlete and protects the victim it wasn't you stay both love and scoggins weren't at that pit state game but you had a team meeting and coaches talk about team and family so some families if there's an elephant in the room will call a family meeting and you'll you'll hash it out. That's what happened for hours before the, the Penn State game where you had players per this lawsuit go after Scoggins and you had players go after Coach Love. And the tone, at least from this lawsuit and Scoggins' point of view and her reporting was – that she was uh, really hammered on, swore at, uh, and made to feel like, again, the uh, the person that, that tried to seduce and, the and, coach. And you'd believe it because of the way it's handled, where Love is put on administrative leave, he's essentially suspended, whereas Scoggin is just immediately kicked off the team. Right. There, there seems to be that double standard there of why is she kicked off the team while he is placed on on administrative leave. I mean, there's obviously, you I'm can, sure, you can red suspend tape and, both and of them. But yes, mm-hmm. you can suspend both of them the same punishment as more facts come to light. Like the the handling of it is just horrible, like ter- terrible all around. Because like at a place like Nebraska, which I think we're going to get into this here, it's a fishbowl. Sure, what we're is done what is, what is done in the dark will come to the light. Clearly, um, and by the way you handled this, it sent the message out there. With we all knew, like there were rumors flying around when this happened. Mm-hmm. It all sends the message out there. That well, he's suspended. She's off the team. She's clearly done something wrong. She's clearly done more wrong. It forms but the false. Narrative. Whether or not yeah. that, that is the narrative, or whether or not that is the, the true story, that is the narrative that comes about by the way you handled it. Sure. Well, and and again, you're 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 the coach. You're in position of power. There are lines you don't allegedly cross, right? Because again, per this lawsuit, both of during this interrogation denied any relationship and uh, moving forward I mean you had uh, coach resign and she went to, to UNLV and right now if if I'm Nebraska I I settle this thing you mean like outside of court yes yes, yes. I, you, you settle this thing and uh, you, you move forward and and on the court you have a really good basketball team you have a team that's right now, by all projections, in, in the women's tournament, in the field as an eight seed. You just beat Iowa. and Timing isn't great. No, and this is, this, this is absolutely uh, a, a monster distraction, but it's, well, it's, a bigger, it's a bigger problem than just it, saying it, it's a distraction. It's a big, yeah, it's bigger than a distraction because there's not many coaches that keep their job through a situation like this. Yeah. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. That's no. what it feels like. This feels like Amy Williams is headed towards being fired. This doesn't happen when coaches keep their jobs very often, if at all. We'll uh, dive into the fishbowl that is Nebraska Tail City, powered by Cornhead Lager. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. 
Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hail Varsity Radio is live. Now, back to Schmitty. Schmitty's a great guy, but he don't have a brain. And Elijah. You want me to speak? When I point you again. On Hail Varsity Radio. Back with you, Tail Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark, Mr. Blackshirt, Charlie McBride, 25 minutes away. Jay Moore follows. And a reminder to get buckled up. Uh, coaches make substitutions during the game to get the best player on the field. Getting behind the wheel after drinking also demands a substitution. Impaired driving is deceptively dangerous. A message from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. Pretty good story from Tom Chattel. We love having Tom on the show from time to time as we transition from this lawsuit story. And uh, we'll get to more of your comments here in the stream uh, on on the Scoggins story. But the, the topic of the, the fishbowl that is uh, Nebraska, right? And Tom spent time with, uh, with Matt Rule, and I think it was a two-part column he did and I first read read it Sunday morning and, uh, you know, just just a cool feature, but just rule around town. And even when, when he did the, the Reese Davis's and Pete Thamel's pod last week, he was talking about restaurants and just the, the time he has in Lincoln. Now, Nebraska played well. They played pretty put together at times last year. Other times they didn't close in in November and and rules absolutely cards on the table with that there's things that they're going to get better at but you look at the momentum here with Tony White staying around another year and you get uh, Riola of course and Kalen and this recruiting class and of course uh, what you have returning you can be excited about Nebraska football not just from the the leadership and the development you have uh, with 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 Rule and his staff but but just you see the arrow going the right direction if you're a Nebraska football fan. But just how do you uh, how do you do your day to day? And are you the same dude when the cameras are off as you are when the cameras are on? Right. And that absolutely seems like rule to a T. And he's the he's the guy out there that you you enjoy it. I would assume when folks would come up to you and say, hey, what's up? How are you? And be it at the grocery store or at a restaurant or just out and about, but rule is going to go to the small town coffee shop. Easy Ed Foley for sure is going to go to the small town, small Nebraska coffee shop. And they're just, they're, they're, they're people persons and they take time and say, how, you know, how you doing? What's, what's going on? And, be it at a at a Broadway play or, you know, out getting your car washed, rules that guy that's super comfortable. That goes a long way from a mindset, mentality, understanding the job, getting it, and doing his research, fellas, like he did. He came here on a game day just to see what it was like incognito for the <laughs> Illinois game, right? When he's just kind of kicking it around downtown Lincoln during a game. What's this really like? And it's easier for some to handle than others. And a lot of it is about maturity. A lot of it is about your own character. And a lot of it is about your, you know, how thick your skin is. Well, I think it kind of goes back to something that we talked about when Matt Rules hired Schmitty, where it's, it's Matt Rules a fit with Nebraska 
on more than just the football field. Like you talk about his personality, you talk about his values. Why does he handle the fishbowl well? Because the fishbowl, I mean, essentially you're being graded by the people of Nebraska, the media of Nebraska, however you want to portray it, based on the values of Nebraska. And obviously one of the values that, that, that Nebraskans hold, especially with their football team, is success. And I think that that is more than just a football thing. That is how the people of Nebraska carry themselves in their day-to-day life, where they are successful people, people from the state of Nebraska. Hardworking. But they're hard workers. Matt Rule's a hard worker. Uh, Nebraskans fa- value family values. They, they value a family life. And, and Matt Rule seems to, to, to fit that mold very well. Like You just think about what a Nebraskan is whenever you're being stereotypical. What is a Nebraskan? Well, they're a hard worker. They respect family values. Uh, they, they are high achieving. Like This is what I think of when I think of Nebraskans. Mm-hmm. And Matt Rule fits the bill there. Why does he handle the fishbowl well? Because essentially, from who he is, his personality, he is a Nebraskan. I mean, it's how you win over the fan base, too. Like, we, we would walk out of basketball games last winter, and he would just be literally walking in the crowd out of the stadium. And people would, like, realize it and just kind of yell at him, like, go Big Red or something. But <laughs> it's, it's just... It, it's just like he's some some other guy walking around on the street, which is kind of funny because it's just so like opposites of what it was. There's no entourage. There's yeah, no it's security. Just, it's just him. No it's him and a buddy. It, it's so funny, and I, it's a great thing, obviously. And and the fact that you see him pop it up at, at all these different things and at speaking at different events, and uh, you know, just kind of. And I know we've talked about this at length, but just immersing himself into the community as if he moved here to, you know, take a job here or something, right? Like, just take any other job in Lincoln. It could, it could have been corporate, could have been anything. But, no, he's the head football coach and arguably the most important man in the state when it comes to people's opinions. So it's really impressive. It's kind of funny at the same time, but a good funny. And uh, I, I really enjoy just seeing Matt Rule just pop up out of nowhere sometimes. It's Guys, like, do you feel, too, it's beyond, it's genuine, it's beyond, let's build some equity, let's build some goodwill, uh, despite going 5-7, and seven, but that 5-7 and seven looked a lot different than past 5-7. and seven. So Nebraska fans, to your point, Elijah, are, are hardworking, they're tough, and uh, they, they love the effort level above all versus the result. And Nebraskans see that, so... It's it's a lot easier to cheer for a guy that you like and you see as somebody that is not on this self-elevated pedestal. It's somebody that is going to get in the trenches with you. Well, the best way to put it, does, does Matt Rule not feel like your neighbor? That's fair. Like, in a good way. Like, Matt Rule feels like the guy that just lives down the block from you that's always nice enough, always waves at you when you drive by. Like, Matt Rule... Maybe that's the best way to put it. He feels just like an average guy. He feels like a Nebraskan. He doesn't have this, this, this ego. He doesn't you can have join this, the average show sports show. If it almost Someday feels like he, he is above the fishbowl <laughs> effect, because he is not the person who puts himself up on a pedestal. He is the average everyday type guy. And maybe I'm giving Matt Rule too much credit here because I don't know the guy personally. But he, it almost feels like he's above that fishbowl effect because. It's it's not that he he doesn't treat himself as some special person. I don't think the state of Nebraska they they give him more attention than the average person, but they don't treat him as if he's a different person. If that makes sense, he he they treat him like an average everyday guy working a very high level job. You're another new coach here. Can you fix it, please? We'll love you. <laughs> right? Uh, you have Redwine checking in. He grew up in New York too, which. You probably have to deal with a lot of folks. <laughs> yeah. And he has said himself, you know, New York's not always the, the friendliest place. Uh, 
plus his dad's a minister. So, yeah, I mean, you've got that go shake hands and, and, and connect with people. And the other thing he, he can do that is, is as good as uh, there has been here is, is his ability to communicate, not just in front of a camera or microphone, but just uh, you're seeing a difference right now with retention versus attrition. And you're seeing that retention because guys want to come back and play for them. It's a place that you don't want to really leave. It's turned into the Hotel California. <laughs> and not in a negative way where you, you just can't escape uh, in the uh, Hotel California. We'll wind down hour one. We'll talk to Coach McBride a little bit about the fishbowl topics. You know, Uncle Charlie's doing. If you caught any fish or ate some wings this weekend, Jay Moore joins us. The Blackshirt Hours Hail Varsity on a Monday, powered by Cornhead Lager. And now, and now back to Hail Varsity Radio. Back one final time this hour. It's Hail Varsity, powered by Cornhead Lager. Can catch the podcast, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play is uh, how you can uh, get the show anytime you want. The YouTube channel, subscribe to that, Hail Varsity YouTube. Uh, subscribe to that, all the, uh, the, the live shows uh, that way. And, uh, yeah, get the uh, content you want. That means your ability to, uh, to watch uh, past shows and also the press conferences. Cliff checks in from, uh, from Florida. Uh, appreciate you saying, hey, uh, Cliff, Tiger Shark Diver checks in. Uh, he says, let's just be happy Elijah can grow a stash. Uh, that's a comment on the uh, the year's effort. Well played. And um, uh, so Ben, is this Brother Ben? No, no relation. Okay. No, it is. This is my brother. Okay. <laughs> Bro- brother Ben, okay, hear me out here. Hail Varsity Radio gets boozed up and live streams EA College Football 25 this summer. Could do that. Now we're on to something. This is an idea. Yeah. We could even have like a little lottery, get a couple listeners in, get like a tourney of like eight. A tourney of eight, single elimination, until we crown a champion. Oh, I'm getting eliminated right away. I haven't played. You could give whoever's playing me a buy. I haven't probably. played EA for 20 years. All right, I got this then. I, <laughs> I suck at and then you, can I? Can and then I, you turn it into a drinking game is what you do. Every touchdown score, finish drink? drink. Can I still drink, but proxy junior? As my my game player, you can play. You can you can be the the broadcaster. You can commentate. Oh, oh, well, thank you. You you can just drink on the side <laughs> and not up. So to you want me to get all Harry Carey? <laughs> oh, I would love to hear you go Harry Carey commentating some football. That'd be great. <laughs> Seventeen. Uh, I would even bring you large whiskey? glasses. Whiskey. Uh, make sure you uh, get out and check out the Omaha Supernovas uh, Pro Volleyball in Omaha. What a, an amazing experience! Record crowd again over the weekend and. Be a part of the Supernovas, supernovas.com, how you can log on and uh, get your season tickets or your single match tickets today. Log on, supernovas.com. That's a roster that has Olympians, uh, NCAA champions, All-Americans, and it is world-class fan experience. You'll have a great time with family and friends. Get up to CHI in Omaha, but before you do that, swing on by the Herdat Sports Bar and Grill, either the Gretna location or in La Vista, and uh, get a food and drink, get your tummy full, and then head on out to see the Supernovas. So we'll check in with Coach McBride. We'll ask him the President's Day question. What uh, we, we, we can ask him whether he wants to golf, because I think Uncle Charlie used to golf. 
and and I know he'll still fish. We can make it golf or fishing with Uncle Charlie, what current or past president he may have met. I mean, he did meet because when Nebraska won all those championships, they went to the White House. So I think it was back-to-back years he got to uh, hang out with Clinton. And I don't know what they served. It wasn't, you know, McDonald's like old (laughs) – Like old uh, Trumpster, Trumpster was hand, Trumpster was handing out Happy Meals to Clemson. Oh, that's good. That's <laughs> double son, congrats. <laughs> <laughs> you want the fish or the chicken? Uh, a chocolate shake for for a couple bucks extra. I'll give you a Big Mac. You guys buying the Trump shoes? No, no, no. <laughs> They're atrocious looking. You, you you don't like the gold? You can't you can't rock the gold? Funniest comment I did see was Nick Bosa is going to put cleats on these and wear them next year, <laughs> <laughs> and still won't get a holding call. You know? Yeah, no, no, yeah, I can't can't say I care about the Trump shoes. Junior's on the fence. He's wondering if he can resell them. All mm. right, hour two on the way. Coach McBride kicks us off at Tail of City, powered by Cornhead Lager. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. And now, and now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Tower 2, welcome into it. It's Hale Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark. As uh, we dive in, the Black Shirt Hour gets kicked off. We always love catching up with Charlie McBride. Jay Moore in a little bit as well. And we'll uh, check in with charlie in just a moment elijah is hogging charlie all to himself right now (laughs) and he puts the number one finger up like he's larry bird just hammering a three-point contest winner uh we'll see we'll see if this happens elijah is just giving us dirty looks from behind the window maybe if if you're watching the show on hail varsity youtube channel you can see you can see elijah just saying no I'm going to keep Charlie all to myself on the phone before putting him on. Without further ado, we welcome in Mr. Blackshirt to Monday with Charlie, Coach Charlie McBride. Coach, how was the weekend? Thanks for joining us. Well, it was good. I um, wanted to know for sure what you know what it was all about. There was just nothing. I mean, we had nobody here. <laughs> Everybody's gone. It was like Monday every day. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was pretty. It was pretty sad. <laughs> so we got some things done around the house, which looked at each other like a couple of you know people that we were really doing something good. Where we weren't really. Well, I ran into the problem this weekend, Charlie. Of every Sunday after football season, I always forget about this till it comes back around. You never have a more unfulfilling Sunday afternoon without football because either you get things done that you've been meaning to get done and like that feels good, but you go, man, I wish I would have had a little more relaxation this Sunday or you just spend all Sunday relaxing and you go, man, I really should have gotten some more things done. I just didn't do anything. No matter where you go, it's always unsatisfying. Whereas if you're just parked on your couch watching football, you always you end up feeling You can justify fulfilled. it. Yeah. yeah. That's, right. That's right. I got, uh, I have an 86 Ford pickup, four on the floor. And it's uh, it it runs better than my 
my twenty two car. That's uh, it's a twenty twenty two car. It runs better than it. It starts every time you turn a key, and it's you know in cold weather any time it goes I, you can talk to it it talks back to you <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> so, so i have fun with that thing i just go out every morning be sure and start it so it doesn't have a thinking spell on me <laughs> do you talk nice to it <laughs> <laughs> all of that listen you better talk nice to the thing because this thing is a it's a beauty i mean it is it, it really is I've had guys offer come up. They they don't even know if it runs or not. They come up and offer me money for it on the street Ooh. right it's, away. I mean, it, it doesn't have any dents in it. It looks it looks <laughs> no brush. You know, it looks kind of nice. And oh. and and for a car like that, the only thing is, I just had to get a new motor for the windshield wipers because it's kind of hard to drive around here with. When it's raining and snowing without windshield wipers. Well, whenever they come up to you ask for it, do you just tell them, oh, I only drive it to church on Sundays? Yeah, I, I, I just drive. I don't let anybody touch it. <laughs> I guess. Well, send us a picture of it. I would love to see a picture of the, 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 the black shirt mobile. It is. It's gray, and you never have to wash it. It's got the kind of paint on you. Just <laughs> spray it off. And, and No, really. And, and it... And it shines. It doesn't, it's got this stuff that's about as thick as a nickel. I mean, it's really oh, wow. thick. And um, my car came with that. And Tranowitz's yeah. uh, brother did it, so it's, I know it's good. <laughs> I love that. Well, Coach, it's President's Day, and uh, we kind of went around the room and either current, i.e., alive president or past president, you'd either go fishing with or would want to go to a football game with i said teddy roosevelt oh he's gonna push the wheelchair no (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) i'm just asking what what president would you pick (laughs) oh i don't know i (laughs) none (laughs) Yeah, I tell you what, I I really have to think about that one. I I think that uh, yeah, I suppose Reagan would probably be pretty good for me. I mean, you know, at least he'd he'd be fun to be with. Sure, because he's kind of he's kind of a jokester and kind of you know more relaxed than a lot of them I've seen. And uh, I I think if you went now, maybe the guy wouldn't even remember the game, so you don't want to pick him. So and that's about the way I look at it, I guess. <laughs> of course, I'm getting that way, too, so I better shut my mouth. <laughs> Charlie, tell us, did you ever get a chance in your White House visits uh, back in the late 90s to, to meet President Clinton? Well, we had a good time, you know. I mean, it, uh, it it's interesting, though. I mean, the whole thing is, Kind of a, a deal. It's a, a little bit educational. I mean, really, they take you around and show you around the White House and things. And the president kind of hides out. <laughs> I think, uh, uh, you know, some of the presidents. Uh, I think they have a couple of pops before they come out and talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
but uh, it, it it really was. I, I thought, you know, it was really interesting that when we went with Michigan to get both at the same time. I was going to say, did, was, did you guys play it on the White House lawn to settle it? Well, we could, we could have. I think I might have saved the day, but because <laughs> I know I know all those guys at Michigan, I knew them all, mm-hmm. you know, as, as friends, and I uh, it, it was uh, it was it was good. It was um, it was kind of a a, a nice thing, and uh, to have. It's always good to be there, no matter who the president is. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, there's been guys that I've heard lately that haven't gone because of this, this and that, and the other. And that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you're with your teammates and um, and everything, and it's it doesn't last that long, and it's educational, I think. Yeah, we we kind of went through. Elijah, you picked who? Old Hickory? Yeah, Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson, because Andrew opened up the White House and threw a monster party for everybody was invited in Washington. This was back in 1827. Yeah, 1827. Uh, I picked uh, either uh, uh, Trump to watch a football game with or... Uh, I, I mentioned Reagan, but but I thought uh, I thought Roosevelt Teddy would have been fun just because he was a big game hunter. And, and yeah. Connor, you were still it was George W. You were going with w. at the Army Navy game specifically. Yeah, he wanted to go to the Army Navy. So well, yeah. You who, you took who now? I I said I would go with Teddy Roosevelt because he was kind of an okay. outdoorsman, yeah, a sportsman, uh, past president, or. Trump has been to a lot of football games uh, recently, and mm-hmm. uh, you know whether you're for or against him, it'd be an experience to be around him. That's for sure. Right. So yeah, well, that's good. No, no, that you know, one thing is is that if you have a solid debate on all of it, you're going to end up with talking about the same thing. Over and over again. I mean, it's all going to be equal. I mm-hmm. think you can't. I don't think you, anybody could ever decide who the best one would be. I, I don't think I would want to go with Nixon or some of them that you know, somebody that just doesn't even get doesn't even think about athletics. I think sometimes. Right. Yeah. What's the experience going to be like? Are you going to have a, a, a good old time after the game? JFK maybe in the running then. Uh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, definitely I think we found our answer. <laughs> I, I think the the one thing that makes Roosevelt really interesting is he did save the game of football. If you go back in time, he was such a football fan, and so many people were dying playing the sport of football back uh, in, early in his presidency that he like got the powers that be for college football together and was like, "We need to wear helmets." Dudes. I mean, Roosevelt was the one who kind of thought of the idea to, of the forward pass. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, imagine having that at a football game like today. If we can transport Roosevelt to today and take him to a football game, that would be pretty exciting. There's some games, though, that, you know, if the forward pass would have been illegal, that would have been okay, too. Yeah, Roosevelt yeah. would have loved Iowa football. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, if, Reagan, I, if, you, if you think back a little bit, the thing that good, was good about Reagan was, it wasn't only football, and I'll tell you what—he was on the phone in the locker room with some of the coaches. Was he? Right after the, they won the national championship or something. I mean, he was in the in the girls' basketball and mm-hmm. the girls' baseball. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was on the phone with with you know NCAA champions. 
That's and, pretty and awesome. I, I don't know any other any other president that really did a lot of that at all. And um, but it wasn't just football. Yeah, he did major. He loved baseball. He was a baseball announcer. Now, who was the president that drew up a play for the Super Bowl? You remember that? Would have had it had to have been Nick Foles never served. No, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe Ford. Uh, was it Nixon? Maybe Nixon was a was a Jets oh, fan. Yeah, I found it from Yahoo Sports. Richard Nixon called Don Shula before Super Bowl six to give the Dolphins advice on a play call. That's that's why they went unbeaten apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently it lost yardage. Hand it to Zonka. <laughs> Hand it to Zonka. Coach, before we get you out, uh, we were talking about the fishbowl of Nebraska, and Tom Chattel did a really good story uh, connecting with Matt Rule and how Matt's dealing with. Just the the celebrity and being the head coach or being a well-known coach in the state of Nebraska and rules out and about, going to the grocery store. He's going to getting his car washed. He's hitting restaurants. He's obviously coaching a lot, working hard, recruiting always, but he's really embraced the state. And I know, Coach, you you had uh, so much uh, joy here in Lincoln, but speak a moment to to just be in that celebrity – yeah. Of of yeah. of you know coexisting in in the, in the same city with all the fans or being around the state. Well, he's 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 doing it, and and in the in the, the way he's doing it, he becomes one of them. He's mm-hmm. he's a real person. He's he's not trying. He's not climbing the ladder because I'm the head coach at Nebraska. He's climbing the ladder because I'm your neighbor, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think that that's really important i think that he's that's the right thing especially with this the, the people in nebraska it means a lot to them when they go in the store you're just a regular guy mm-hmm. and uh you know i'm sure he pushes himself a little bit to to, to be known just by talking with people but the, it's still the idea that you know he's he just wants to be one of one of the people from nebraska he doesn't want to be the head coach when he goes out and does that stuff. No, that that makes a, a ton of sense, and uh, it's it's endearing, but it's it's done from an authentic standpoint, which is which is the most important thing, you know. Right. It, it it's 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 a way to get you know. I think it's so so all these things happen get passed on. Ah. I mean, and it helps in recruiting. I mean, people are going to talk about that. The recruits and you know, and and recruits are going to hear about it. They're they're going to read about it, or they're going to you know, something's going to happen along the way that it, it never hurts. Okay, when you can be yourself and go out and have some fun, and just like when he went in the basketball game, the heck, he went down on the floor with the with the students. And and it, you know and I I you know that's the kind of stuff that to me is uh, you know kind of a heartwarming thing to see a person that doesn't think he's Superman or anything else and uh, he's just trying to be one of us like I said. Charlie mm-hmm. McBride's with us a Monday with Charlie. It's Hale Varsity Radio. Coach, uh, are you are you going to have any wings this week before we get you out? Are you doing chicken wings? No, I had some the other night, and boy, were they bad. Oh, oh really? They were, 
Yeah, well, I had them in the. I had them too long. You oh. know, they they tasted like um, you know string bean. That's too bad. <laughs> without a taste, <laughs> it is awful. Well, <laughs> get, I, I nearly gave up on chicken wings. I don't believe that. that for a minute. <laughs> You're going to get no. back on that horse. You're going to have chicken wings <laughs> again. <laughs> Well, I got to go to town with get into Lincoln with my son David, and he knows all the spots. So we end up, you know, gaining about five pounds by the time we get through. That's okay. Well, you uh, you get on that chicken wing adventure, and we'll we'll talk to you next week. Fun to spend some time today. Thanks for joining us. Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad I'm still here. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you all next week. See you, week. Coach. Thank Take you. care. Okay, bye now. There he is, Mr. Black Shirt, Charlie McBride. He loves that pickup. I got to get a picture of that pickup. I mean, the way he talked about it, he seems like he likes that pickup more than life itself. Oh, he it's, it's awesome. Well, and, and You should offer money. He'll turn you down. Yeah, I know. It's uh, that, that metallic. I wonder if it's metallic gray or if it's kind of a like a gunmetal gray. I was looking up some Special pictures of, of the 88 Fords, and they did they did have a natural gray 86, color. 86, I think. 86 Ford. 80, oh, I was yeah. looking up the oh. wrong Ford. Yeah. My grandpa had a 70 Ford, old greeny is what he called it. And it was a 70 Ford that ran, and uh, no, I mean, that thing was awesome. His, oh, the 86 his, Ford is beautiful. You got to look it up. It's got like a two-tone kind of silver going on. Does it? It's like a, a, a darker gray and like a silver beautiful extended cab or just no uh i i assume it was an option did we ask charlie no we didn't <laughs> no <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing both so i assume there's both no well we'll try and get a picture of uncle charlie's pick him up truck the uh the infamous uh, black shirt mobile jay moore joins us next part of the black shirt hour it's hail varsity uh, we'll dive into uh that fishbowl topic with jay and uh maybe some adventures off the field with Jaybird. Hail Varsity rolls forward, powered by Cornhead Lager. All-state, two-year starter, and rush in for the big red and NFL vet. He's Dudeness or uh, Duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino if you're not into the whole brevity thing. It's Blackshirt Jay Moore with Hail Varsity Radio. Blackshirt Monday continues. Hail Bar City Radio. We say hi to Jay Moore, Blackshirt Husker, NFLer, as uh, we get rolling here. Uh, Jay, uh, no, no golf this afternoon. I'm sad for you, but uh, decent temps on the outlook. So I assume you're going to be putting for some dough later. Yeah, I'm hoping to get out uh, at least once this week, and then if the forecast holds up, and then even next weekend as well. So. Yeah, this has been a, a fantastic spring so far. Would have loved to get out today, but just with, uh, you know, kids being out of school and stuff, it just was – logistically, just wasn't going to work out, unfortunately. So where are you at? We'll, we'll get to some football topics here in a moment, but where are you at as far as uh, kind of the, the amateur uh, tournaments? Because I know you, you've won State Amateur of the Year, and, and you're always within striking distance of that title – What's your golf pursuit uh, currently looking like? Well, I'm just trying to get healthy. Obviously, I had surgery in November uh, and my hip replaced, left hip replaced in November. So um, I feel way better, but it's still um, still not to where I need to be. And I've hit balls and um, I've played nine holes here or there, but uh, I need to still get stronger and strengthen everything up around it because 
uh, it's weird because once you replace a, a, a body part, I guess, uh, your body takes some time to adjust, like your posture and everything else. So um, I got to kind of teach my I got to teach my body how to be strong in like a new posture. So this is just I've uh, been doing some physical therapy here as of late, just trying to get that all uh, situated and get it ready. And then uh, once spring kind of gets here and really nothing major until May, um, you know, myself and Dave Easley, uh, one of my best buddies here in Lincoln, we qualified for the United States four ball tournament. That's about Philly cricket club in May. So we can do that. We, we qualified for that last August, be up there in May. And then it's really just, you know, the individual stuff will get going. That's locally and, and, uh, hopefully nationally get some qualifiers going too. So, uh, right now, it's just uh, I'm hoping for you know obviously being healthier, having this no hip issues like I had last year, and just better golf. And uh, I know when you're in pain and you know your body's able to do certain things, you're you're just going to struggle. I don't care who you are. Um, and so I'm just looking forward to feeling good for once because uh, that hasn't happened in a long time. Well, Jay, to combine this this last topic with the day we have today, President's Day, a fully healthy Jay Moore beats how many U.S. presidents in a round of golf? Is it all of them? Um, I don't know. I think Trump's got a decent game, actually. Yeah, and I remember George Bush has that famous clip of him holding a press conferences press conference kind of on the golf course where he says, now watch this drive. I think a lot of people have seen that video. <laughs> so he might be one to watch out for. But then you go back to some of the older presidents. I think you got all of them beat. Yeah, I think you look at it. I think uh, Eisenhower liked to play. Obviously, they had a tree named after him at, at Augusta National. I don't even know if it's still there anymore. Uh, I know Kennedy was a big golfer. Um, yeah, I mean, I think all of them play. You got to do something to keep your mind off the craziness that is being the president of this country. But uh, yeah, I think I think I would have uh, the best match right now would be with Trump. That would be that'd be a hell of a story to tell. I tell you, I know that. I've I've talked to people who have played with him uh, during presidency and after presidency, and just with Secret Service and all that stuff, it's just an absolute nightmare, as you can only imagine. So what's what's the the, the book on on uh, the Donald? Is is he? Uh, somebody you got to watch. Uh, they always called it OJ golf because OJ drop a ball if he <laughs> would uh, would would sure. miss miss hit the first one, right? Right. Well, I think with with Trump, and I'm not saying like nightmare and like him personally. It's just the it's the chaos that comes with it. I a, a buddy of mine played with him a couple of years up ago in uh, the Pennsylvania area, and I think he has a uh, a Trump course in Philly as well, but it wasn't at his place. And he said he, he rolled up with like 20 Secret Service guys, and they are everywhere. I mean, they are lining the fairway. He said that if there was no one, you know, there's always has to be some sort of Secret Service between him and, you know, whatever it may be, the clubhouse or just kind of the net. There's always got to be there's a degree of cover, right? Mm-hmm. And if there's not, he says they're taking golf carts across the golf green to get them covered. Like they didn't care one bit. So he goes, that was, he goes, it was chaos. Uh, he said he's, he's, he was fine to play with. And he's actually a good player, but he says just dealing with everything else was just, he goes, he goes, I don't want to, have to do that again. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that was no fun. Well, there's these guys that, that they do an online series. That's 
called the back off challenge. So all they do is they go pick a hole in a golf course and go stand at the tee box <laughs> and they try to make comments to people in order to screw them up on their drives or, or their approach shots or, or whatever it be. And the, the best one is when Donald Trump steps up to the tee box and these guys are just making all these comments about Stormy Daniels and about mishandling of illegal documents and whatnot. And then Trump just absolutely dots one onto the green from on this par three. It's it's I think he's a guy that's used to that kind of pressure of all the Secret Service people there and all the attention. But you wonder about how an average Joe like you or me or Jay would be able to stand up to that kind of pressure. Jay'd be fine. I would send it into the water. <laughs> I'd send it backwards somehow. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd kill a goose. That'd be my birdie. That'd be my birdie. Jay Moore's with us. Black shirt, Husker, NFL, or at Jay Moore 44 on Twitter's where you follow him. Uh, co-host, Big Red Wrap-Up. Jay, Elijah and I talked in hour one about uh, the Nebraska Fishbowl, and it's in reference to Really good two-part story Tom Chattel wrote in spending some time with Matt Rule. And there's the fishbowl that you you feel as a player and, you know, as, as a me- member of the media covering and the fishbowl's 17 times more intense. And I just threw out a random number with social media today. But it's always been intense from Devaney to now, right? But there's been... Uh, more scrutiny, more intensity. There's never, you're never really just alone. It doesn't feel like, especially if you have the stature as head coach of Nebraska football, and some coaches have handled it better than others. It feels like rules really comfortable in his own skin with uh, not only the job and the drive to get this thing flipped around, but just pretty personable with uh, fans that want to come up and say what's up to him. He, he's not really. Uh, at least through year one, bothered by the attention, the microscope. I, I, that, that's a f- very fair. I think it's and it's good of them because I think in the past, I think and really, uh, you know, Mike Riley was was pretty. It was out and about in the public quite a bit, um, and obviously Scott was not. Uh, Bill Callahan sure was, and I think you know Frank and To um, had their moments. But and again, when you're talking about Frank and To, there were times are vastly different you could go mm-hmm. out and not have someone take a picture of you having a having a beer at a local establishment with a camera phone or doing something or bugging you and then you know just what whatever it may be and i know once uh you know mike took over and then and then the sky i mean that's times times are vastly different but i think it just has to fit with who you are personally and being comfortable in your own skin i, I mean i see i see his assistants out and about too just in just living their life, right? Um, being who they are, I think you got to almost do that because I think you can get a little too. I don't want to say like self-absorbed or caught up in it. It's like, oh my gosh, I don't want to be caught doing this. I don't want to do all these things. I know you got to be careful, right? You can't you can't be an idiot out there, and you got to be smart. But go live, you know, go live your life. If you want to go have a beer uh, after a basketball game or mm-hmm. after a baseball game, whatever it is, or even after a, the football game at a tailgate with your that you know. Go have a beer. You're a grown. You're a grown man. And if people want to judge you one way or the other, that's fine. You're not going to make anyone, everyone happy in this world. And um, I think that's what they understand. But I, I think it's just uh, this is a very unique place. Obviously, uh, it's only show in town. You don't. We don't have another Division One school. Uh, other, you know, other. If you want to say besides Creighton basketball mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know, you know hockey that gets uh, attention and. Uh, I know you know baseball is, is vastly improved as well, but I, it's it's 
I mean, Nebraska football is is the show. Uh, we don't have the Kansas City Chiefs in in our state. You know, I know they're nearby. You still got all these other big, you know, Big Ten schools. They have other Big Ten schools in their state, or they have other NFL teams, NBA teams, NHL teams that are right around their city. So it just takes some of that, you know, attention off of them a little bit. Uh, but it's very unique, and I think you have to you uh, you can embrace it like this, or you don't have to embrace it at all, and you can kind of. You know, stay in your own uh, foxhole and, uh, you know, not be vulnerable to anything. Or you can embrace it and enjoy it and um, and not let the pressure get to you. Because you, you can't – there's a lot of pressure uh, in this job. So I, I like that. I like them being out. Uh, I like them, you know, being humans, right? They're humans. They're coaches. Uh, they make a lot of money doing it. But they're humans as well. And uh, let, them, let them do that. And I think the majority of the time what I've seen – coaches out or people out i think people do a really good job of letting them kind of be they might say hi hey coach uh great job this year looking forward to watching you blah 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 hey can i take a quick picture but for the most part you know no one's really been in their ear too much and they're everyone's been very respectful um of their time and space which i think that you know obviously helps as well few more minutes jay moore with us here on hail varsity radio black shirt hour we always catch up with jay moore and uh, Charlie McBride, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play for the podcast. If you're just catching part of it or missed some of it, the Hale Varsity YouTube channel, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark. So real quick to, to jump in with this, you have a, a little bit of a response from the University of Nebraska in, re, in reference to the uh, Ashley Scoggin lawsuit against the university, that lawsuit with Trev Alberts, Amy Williams, Chuck Love, and the Board of Regents. Uh, this is a quote uh, from a university spokesperson, the university was made aware of the lawsuit this morning. While the university does not comment on the specifics of pending litigation, it does not agree with the allegations contained in the complaint and intends to vigorously, vigorously, excuse me, vigorously defend the matter. End quote. So that's uh, the university's response. Again, you have allegations here uh, towards Coach Williams, towards Trev Alberts, and, uh, of course, towards Coach Love by Scoggins. And uh, we'll see where this thing goes. And that's a, that's a response. It was first reported by On3. And you have different uh, reports also out there from the Journal Star and the World Herald. And um, we'll see where things proceed with this. We'll... Talk a little more with Jay Moore about uh, the fishbowl and the loved hearing that he's getting up and going, Elijah, with golf, which is good. Because Jay Bird, I'm going to see him on TV some some weekend at a tour event, I think. Uh, he uh, He's too modest. The Open. I'd love to see him at the Open. Hey, Bird, you got tickets? Hail Varsity Radio Roadshow from the Open. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody in Jay's phones texting the poor guy, dude. Can we uh, can we get the hookup? I don't know you. No. Uh, Jay Moore continues with us. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark. It's Hail Varsity, powered by Cornhead Lager. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. 
Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30, 30, bit get 30, bit get 20, 20, 20, bit get 20, 20, bit get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And now. And now. Back to Hail Varsity Radio. Jay Moore with us here on Hail Varsity Radio, talking Matt Rule, kind of dealing with that fishbowl effect. And and Jay, one of the things that Matt Rule said to us at Big Ten Media Days last year was that he kind of runs his program as if there's always the ESPN cameras following around the program, following around the staff. They do it as if everyone is watching their every move. And I think the news of today with Ashley Scoggin and her lawsuit kind of reinforces the fact that at a place like Nebraska, what is done in the dark will always come to the light. And I think it's, it's true at a lot of places, but maybe no more so than Nebraska with the amount of scrutiny that Nebraska gets. And I want to turn this around and ask about the player effect. How do players stand up to that? Your time at Nebraska, and I know it's changed since kind of the social media advent has made everyone's life, as you kind of said, uh, always be on display. But how do players deal with that, that scrutiny and that, that fishbowl effect? Well, again, you can, again, it's so vastly different. Yeah, I would if I was a player. And again, it's it's hard because you want social media because obviously you can make money doing social media now as a, as an student athlete. But you better have it set up to where uh, you know the mentions and people attacking you. And but you, here's the thing too: is you got to have you got to have thick skin in this in this day and age of being a student athlete or just being a athlete anymore. Just because everyone has can have some sort of access to you. Uh, and you gotta have thick skin, and you gotta ha- you gotta have strong beliefs in what you know, and you gotta have a good team around you. I'm talking family. Mm-hmm. Um, you gotta have a strong belief system in yourself and a confidence in yourself because if you let these nimrods that are out there get to you, uh, that that you know that these keyboard warriors and these guys that hide behind you know goofy pictures or don't even put their real name up there, and that think they're you know they're they're tough you know Tommy tough nuts behind a behind a keyboard on Saturdays and Sundays, right? Um, then you're just it's you're you're not doing yourself any any you know favors, so I think uh, you again you can embrace it, and say you know what I'm gonna live my best life, uh, if I want to you know, pop down to, you know the rail and have a beer real quick I'm gonna go do it, you know I'm gonna be smart about it, uh, and you know I'm not gonna do anything you know stupid or you know crazy, but I think you have to do you know you can live your life but it has you just have to be you have to do it you know very smart. And in control, um, and know that eyes are always on you, and that somehow, some way, someone's always trying to get a leg up on you, or an edge on you. Somehow, there's just people out there that, unfortunately, that's just the world we live. In, that they're always looking for an angle on you. But I mean, I, 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 it'd be hard to have social media nowadays. Um, you know, shoot, Facebook was just coming out when you know when we were in college, and that was you know. No, that was just you're you're just trying to, you know, see who's dating who, right? And who's so you know that's all that was. No one was no one was getting at you for missing a tackle or dropping a pass or missing a kick on Saturday. Um, you know that was coming there shortly after, but it's 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 definitely a, a crazy a crazy world. And, you know, Lincoln's a, a big small city, and there's a lot of eyes. But I tell you what, you can you can live your life and you can do your things, but you just got to be you got to be smart about it. If it, if you're not comfortable doing that that's fine. Do it in your, do it in your apartment, do it in your dorm room, do it in, you know, with your family or whatever it is. But, um, I think if, if you're, you know, thick skin, you gotta have the thick skin, but man, just go, go be you, you know, don't try to 
be afraid of somebody or whatever. Just go be you and, and do what's best for you. Jay, what uh, what teammate do you think is most thankful there wasn't social media around when you guys played? <laughs> uh, all of us. <laughs> we, that's for sure. I mean, golly, those time, all those. I mean, that was that was fun. You know, back in the day. I mean, even if there was camera phones, they were so grainy. You know, you <laughs> it's could, not you, me. Plausible <laughs> deniability. <laughs> that, correct. You know, I plead. You know, plead the fifth. Um, <laughs> We all did crazy things, right? I mean, all these, th- you know, the stuff we, all the time. Your you know, extent I mean, was like burritos at two a.m. though, just down the road. Right. Well, I mean, you never head out of the vending machine or anything like that. <laughs> well, I mean, I just think. I mean, we were together with a, a former teammate of mine and watched the Super Bowl, and you know, ushers coming on were like, man, all the times we heard that song in the back of the rail, and just like <laughs> getting after it in the back of the rail, right? And it's just, but that's what we did. Went out and had a good time, and you have to worry about people having photos of you. And we enjoyed it. You know, we worked hard. Uh, we worked really, really hard, and we played. You know, we played hard too. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of guys that oof, there was that uh, would have struggled. <laughs> they would had <laughs> had been very they're very very careful about that. I won't I won't name any names. No, I did that eight. Our our whole circle. There's about you know our whole crew that we rolled with. Man, that we weren't afraid of a. We weren't afraid of good time, and you know, I don't a little karaoke on Wednesday nights on the Red Fox on West O. Oh wow! You know that was a, that was a spot to go. All those times going there and you know singing uh, Garth Brooks, and then walking out of there at one a.m. and being at the six thirty a.m. run the next morning. You know, <laughs> it's just how we did it and how we had fun doing it. And uh, I would, I would. I'd go back and do it all over again. I, I'm proud of you for for finding a different locale on Wednesday nights in Lincoln. <laughs> oh, well, I know I know the other spot you referenced. Yeah, yeah Jay Moore uh, making 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 ones on Wednesday yeah. night. <laughs> uh-huh. And there, funny, here's what you want a funny story. Oh, so, um, so Larry Fitzgerald yeah. came and worked out with us. Um, he left Pitt. Our strength, our strength coach Dave Kennedy was at Pitt with Larry, and um, Dave Kennedy was at Ohio State for many, many years with uh, Cooper, mm-hmm. and it was actually at Nebraska before. But uh, Coach K was a Nebraska guy through and through, but came here with Callahan, and so when Larry committed to the, you know, went to the draft and got ready for the combine, he came and trained with us. And then myself, I lived with Stu Bradley at the time, and uh, Larry hung out with us quite a bit, and we took him to that Wednesday night establishment. We're like. <laughs> Why does everyone go here on Wednesday nights? So we take Larry Fitzgerald on Wednesday nights. He's like, huh, interesting. You're glad it was, this would have been about 2004 as well. I'm glad there was no uh, social media around as well. Um, we had Larry Fitzgerald in a, you know. Uh, Larry didn't enter into the contest. He just watched, right? Club in North Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> Larry was not uh, a contestant. <laughs> no, we all were. We did, I honestly had, we had, yeah, the. The amateur hour going on there. I had no idea that 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 was uh, that was going on. I mean, I was like, okay. Oh. <laughs> and then it's like, all right, we we that's seen enough. Let's time to time to go. Got, uh, Check, we, please. Yeah, we, got, we got conditioning in the morning. It's pretty good. Blackshirt Husker right NFL or Jay Moore. Jay will get caught up again next week. Thanks for giving us a few minutes, bud. You got it. Thanks, guys. Look at old Jay, dragging old Larry Fitzgerald out to West Cornhusker on Wednesday. <laughs>
That's the first I've, I think I've heard of Larry Fitzgerald being Lincoln during his pre-draft process. He, he was because of Kennedy, and, and I know at the time there was a couple of either news articles on him or there was a couple of pictures floating out there. Well, that's also kind of, I mean, Larry Fitzgerald was Larry Fitzgerald, but it was before Larry was like the NFL legend Larry Fitzgerald, so. Steve D- Steve is is in the uh, the comments. Uh, no, I, I don't think that was the locale, uh, Steve, that, that you're referencing for amateur night. Oh, no. No, this was, uh, it rhymes with Rove. You just you just cut off the first letter. It doesn't even rhyme with Rove. It pretty much uh, yeah, is Rove. That's true. <laughs> and it rhymes with Drove. There it is. Yeah, yes. There it is. <laughs> it rhymes with Rove. I screwed that up. You must have been terrible in poetry class. <laughs> no, because I never took it. Chris Schmidt, not a rapper, clearly. <laughs> Nor am I up in, into, into poetry. <laughs> Can't grow a mustache, brother. So... No poetry for me. We'll wind down Hour 2. Hail Varsity continues. We're powered by Cornhead Lager. Hail Varsity Radio is live. Now, back to Schmitty. Schmitty's a great guy, but he don't have a brain. And Elijah. You want me to speak? When I point you, yeah. On Hail Varsity Radio. Many thanks to Jay Moore. Many thanks to Charlie McBride. Many thanks to you for jumping in the stream. And uh, joining us here, RS checking in from the Philippines. Roddy uh, got into the show and asked, who's the guy with Jay Moore on the still pick? That was after the hiring announcement of Scott Frost on the field. Jay and I did a stand-up. That was 30 pounds ago for for me. So uh, that was me, Ronnie, with the, uh, the, the slicked back hair. I don't have a mustache. That was before we'd even met. Yeah, that was 2018. 2018, yeah. Yeah. 2018. About a year before I even started working with Schmitty, that picture Mm -hmm. was from. It's been a while. So uh, tomorrow on the show, Mitch Sherman going to be with us. Uh, Spend time with Mitch in the 4 o'clock hour. Eddie Markowski will check in before Pius plays tomorrow night in some district action. We get Andy's thoughts on Husker Hoops. And then uh, Dr. Rob Zadiska will be with us. Some football thoughts from Dr. Rob, that on the way tomorrow. And uh, we look at plenty of the, the comments in. We didn't hit Husker baseball. We'll talk to Jabba this week. We'll do another triple play pond with Jabba on Herdat Sports. But uh, we'll kind of look at this past weekend, fellas, just real quick. One and three that could have been three and oh. At, one, at one and two. Or or could have been at uh, two and one, yeah, yeah. but right now they finish one and one and two. Thanks, and it was there. So I don't think you can come away totally disappointed, except for still some work to do in the bullpen. Still a little bit of work to do in the bullpen. They they win the later innings in game one, but then they lose the later innings in game two and three. And what was the mantra that got them to the cusp of a super regional a couple of years ago? Gritty over pretty. Mm-hmm. Didn't necessarily have the grit on Saturday and Sunday. They really fought hard. Uh, it's little differences in games like that. There are one-score games, games that are tied going into the ninth. It's little things. Teams that maybe Southern teams will have the advantage on you early on because of the more time they. You know, Oklahoma made some there. plays in the field and they got some timely hits, especially the long ball. Well, they came in with some swagger too. I mean, they just Tennessee. beat top ten Tennessee the night before, so you knew Oklahoma was coming into that game with a load of confidence. And not to say that that's why Nebraska lost, but it was certainly a, 
a factor in that game. I mean, Oklahoma's a good baseball team. Nebraska's shown that they can be if they put it all together. Just got to find a way to win those later innings and kind of get that bullpen constructed. It's game three. They have a very important four games set against Grand Canyon, which is a pretty solid program as well. So how do you bounce back there? That will be interesting as well. But it's game three in baseball. You play a lot of big games for a reason. I know they don't play 162. It's college, but... Uh, I, I still think there's a lot of positives that you could take away from this weekend. You, sh- you just don't want it to become a habit, losing these right. games late. And, and I don't think at this point you're going to call it a habit. It's not getting off on the right foot by any means. It's disappointing, but the positive is, is you're playing three different Power 5 teams that are high level in your opening weekend, and you were in position to win all three. You were tied dis- or had the lead. Disappointing that you can only come away with one win. But I think a net positive on the weekend for Husker baseball, despite the losses, you just – uh, hope that this team can do what it takes. I mean, at times in baseball, sometimes it is about willing yourself to victory in those games late. Um, y- you wish the results were different, but still overall positive. I think you can see the improvement on this squad from last year to this year already they, in, in three games. They started 0-3-1. I mean, it took them a while to get win one. Yeah, the San Diego series. Yeah, right? So there, there's that. But, nope, we'll hit some more baseball this week. Husker basketball thoughts. And back at you tomorrow at 4 on Hale Varsity, powered by Cornhead Lager. Thanks so much for tuning in. A Hoodat Media Production. Heard at Sports Radio, every weekday morning from 7 to 10 a.m. Join hosts Robbie Lula and Damon Benning and our cast of Heard at Sports personalities as they share their fresh perspectives while keeping you highly entertained. Take a dive into the latest news in all things sports, from the pros to right here at home. Catch Heard at Sports Radio with Robbie Lula and Damon Benning, 7 to 10 a.m. on air, online, and on podcast. Heard at Sports Radio.